This message is brought to you by Nuveen. Nuveen has provided investment excellence for 125 years with expertise across income and alternatives. Nuveen continues to expand its capabilities while maintaining its legacy as a leading investment manager. Visit Nuveen.com to learn more. Investing involves risk. Loss of principle is possible. Today on Watching Your Wealth, how to understand mutual fund fees. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Daisy Maxey is a reporter for the Wall Street Journal's Wealth Advisor and a mutual fund expert. Great to have you back, Daisy. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, Daisy, as investors, we're told to watch the fees that we're paying for our mutual funds, but many of us don't know what that means. And you said first we need to start with the fund's expense ratio. So, it would be really helpful, I think, if you could remind us what that is and where do we find that info? Yeah, um, the the expense ratio is an important thing to start with, the big part of what you're paying for your fund. And that includes typically the management costs, the costs that you're paying your fund manager to manage your assets, as well as the fund's administrative costs. And that includes things like record keeping and customer service, just the the things that a fund company has to do in the course of running a fund. Um, That may also include a 12B1 fee, although 12B1 fees are falling out of favor. Um, Those pay for advertising the fund or to pay a broker for selling the Mm. fund. And it's easy for investors to find these things um, either on their fund's website or um, if if you can't find it and you've purchased the fund, you can always call the fund company. You should have a prospectus, which may look dense and difficult to pour through, but all that information can be found in the prospectus. Or you could go to Morningstar's website, and um, it's very easy to compare funds on the website to other funds. You can compare their costs or to their peer group, to their um, ex- benchmark, whatever index they follow or mm. benchmark they track. That's great. Yeah, Morningstar is a great resource. Yes, what kind of range of funds might we expect to see for stock mutual funds? And what's a reasonable amount to pay for a <laughs> fee? That's like the million-dollar question. Yeah, they vary, vary dramatically. Um, I checked with Morningstar recently, and expense ratios on equity mutual funds range from 0 to seven point, around 7.6%. Wow, that's a huge huge range a big range <laughs> yeah. and on bond funds they range from 0 to about 2. Point, almost 2 almost 3% 2.9 or so so um you know funds that are very specialized obviously cost a lot more mm-hmm. and um you know, when looking at a fund's expense ratio, it's important to keep in mind that there are also that there could be a waiver or an expense reimbursement in place, and that's really important for an investor to, you know, kind of scour through a prospectus or look on a fund's website to see if that's in place because they go into place for several years sometimes, and if it could be renewed, but if it's not, it could just automatically roll off, and you could be paying more than you you think. Oh wow, you want to be aware of that indeed. What about loads? I feel like you used to hear a lot about that a few years ago but maybe not as much these days. Yeah. Loads are uh, kind of, there are fewer and fewer of them, although there are still funds with loads. And it's another fee that you pay for your fund. 
they could be a front-end load, which you pay right when you buy the fund, or it could be a back-end load, which you pay when you sell. And it could how much you, you pay in that case could depend on how long you've held the fund. Mm-hmm. Um, the back-end loads, I, I really think there's no reason for you to be paying a load today. I was going to say, right, because so much is passive investing anyway, right, index investing, which such low fees. You look at places like Vanguard. You know, why would you sit there and pay a load? But maybe there's a good reason. I don't know. That's right. And there are so many no-load funds available that are probably doing whatever the fund you're buying with the load is doing. And it's important for investors to be aware of those. A lot of investors pay a load and don't even don't even realize, realize they're paying it. it. So it's something, if you're buying through, um, you know, you you should ask about when you're purchasing the fund. Yeah, and I think you, you brought this up before. It's like, say you buy a, a fund through a financial advisor. The advisor say, well, there's no fee to work with me, no fees involved. I think as a consumer, you got to ask a little bit deeper. Well, are there funds, are there fees with the funds you're selling me? That's another follow-up question for them, right? That's a really important point, and it's a great question to ask, and one that some investors are fearful of asking, but right. shouldn't be, because yeah. you're paying this person to work for you, and you shouldn't be afraid to ask about the fees on your fund. That's right. You're the customer, and if the advisor gets annoyed at you or frustrated with you, I think that's a red flag. I think that's something you want to you might want to reconsider who you're working with, because you have every right to that. ask. Anything sure. else about fund fees we should be thinking about or considering? Uh, well, one of the big issues, too, which we won't go into too much, but taxes. Oh, yeah. you, you may have taxes on your fund now. Of course, it's going to depend on whether you're holding it in a taxable account or a non-taxable account, like a 401k or an IRA. In that case, you don't really have to worry about it. But if you're holding it through a taxable account, every time your fund has a gain, meaning it sells something for more than what it bought it for, a security, um, then you're going to, you know, the fund company, when it has to send out distributions has to distribute those gains to shareholders and if they're not offset by losses it will distribute them to you by the end of its accounting year and um, you will have to pay taxes on that so it's something that you should be aware of yeah indeed we'll we'll definitely have you back (laughs) to talk more about that and and before I forget I just want to sort of summarize or just remind folks why why we're even talking about fees because you might hear Mm. oh one percent here half a percent there who cares you know but tell us why we need to care about this well A couple of reasons. One is fees add up a lot over time. You may end up with a lot of money in your 401k, for example, over a long period of time, and you're paying those fees constantly on that fund. Um, It doesn't sound like much at the start, but when you add it up, it it can make make a big difference. Um, And... You know, when you're constantly dollar cost averaging in, it's very easy to lose sight of that. The other thing is to keep in mind is that there are so many low cost, passively managed funds right. out there. And when you compare their performance to actively managed funds, many of them do better or just as well. Mm-hmm. And partly that's because of the different the fee difference. So when you think about paying, you know, two percent for an actively managed mutual fund, really you should be looking at the performance and making sure that you're getting what you're paying for because you're going to have to deduct that amount you're paying. Indeed, indeed. And there may be no reason to do it today. It, absolutely. And this advice applies to investors of all sizes, small or large, no matter how much you have in the market. Think about how much you're paying in fees because it really can eat into your returns long long term. Thank you so much. Great tips, Daisy. Thanks a lot. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal.
I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at WSJ.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. Love this show? Check out others by visiting WSJ.com slash podcasts. See our full selection under programs. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.